member-owned, member-proud. That's Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. As a not-for-profit financial organization, Affinity Plus is for people who like people who care. And you get top-rated mobile banking technology you can use to bank conveniently on your own time, day or night, at home or on the go. Take your bank with you where and when you need it. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive and Baxter to learn more. Affinity Plus is federally insured by the NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today, our guest is Carl Samp. Carl is the executive director of the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation. Carl, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me again. A little different setting, of course, but uh, always good to be on with you. Very good. We are practicing our social distancing here, and Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately our guests can no longer join us in the studio, but it's great to have you online because you've got a lot of important information to share about the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation. Yes, and uh, all different than it was when we scheduled it. (laughs) Yes. Isn't that something? Yes. So uh, talk about the fact that uh, during this... uh, incredibly unusual time in our lives that you are able to be very flexible with how you allocate that money. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a total uh, change in, in our uh, granting strategies and, uh, you know, b- business as we've known it. And, and you and I are about the same age, Ken, and, of course, neither of us have seen anything like this in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we're all adapting to the changes. So, uh, as far as our, we were in the middle of a grant round uh, when this all blew up, and so um, we made a decision to suspend our grant round. We're going to um, put all those organizations who are finalists, we'll just keep them in our system and move them to next year, and then uh, make all those dollars available that were, that were uh, going to be given out, and we're putting that into a brand new fund. We just actually find the signed the fund agreement and created it this morning called the Brainerd Lakes Area Response Fund. And so we're transferring $55,000 into that fund to address issues as they arise uh, regarding the COVID-19 situation. And um, I'll just share one example of of when this all kind of was happening. Um, I had met with Shane at the Y, and I know he's been on recently, um, and he was telling me about this idea to create a, a day camp uh, for families as the schools were closing and, and needed a place for kids to go. And uh, we know the schools are addressing some of that, but there's a whole bunch of other people who didn't have an option, and uh, Shane wanted to provide that. And so uh, when the governor came on Sunday morning and said the schools would be closing, uh, at, he was on at 10 in the morning. Shane and I were on the phone together by 1030. Yeah. And uh, talking about expediting his grant application to us for a summer day camp and moving it forward to starting that camp immediately uh, so that families would have a place uh, to bring their kids. So um, so anyway, that, that happened. And at this, so my board uh, approved that grant uh, by an online vote, and every one of them, all 13 of them, responded that Sunday Wow. that request. And they also approved formation of this uh, uh Brainerd Lakes Area Response Fund. So, and I just want to share one testimonial from a parent um, that she sent to Shane about what this means, if that's okay. Yes, yes please. please do. Okay. She just says, I am a healthcare worker at two area hospitals in the radiology department. 
My husband works at the corporate office of a local bank. He's also a fireman for the Brainerd Fire Department. There's much uncertainty with what our jobs will require of us in the near future. When Brainerd announced the closure of school with less than one day to prepare, it was instant panic. Much to our relief, the YMCA stepped up to offer child care for essential employees. It brought tears to my eyes that mm. they cared so much to look out for us. Not only is our schedule disrupted, but our kids' lives are majorly disrupted. With both of us on call, at any given moment, days and nights are unpredictable. It is priceless for us to have reliable and quality child care. The kids thoroughly enjoyed their time at the YMCA and are excited to go back. I am so thankful to have a place to provide them structure, safety, socialization, physical activity, and educational opportunity. Mm. If it weren't for the YMCA, it would be very difficult for my husband and me to provide our patients and customers. I know these are hard times for everyone, but together we'll get through this. Thank you. So can relate, yep. So this is, you know, the kind of impact that uh, Shane at the Y is having and, and programs that we will support will have in our community. So That's fantastic. And yeah. and really, Carl, when you think about it, it is extremely important because uh, those essential caregivers that work in health care are so greatly needed at, at their posts, yeah. if you will. Yep. And, and to have to worry about child care is just crazy at this point. Yeah, it's, it's you know, and there's so many other too, you know, the people that work on our utilities and uh, policemen and, and uh, other essential services and, you know, and just folks who would still be able to work but cannot because of a child care situation. I mean, we need to have everybody that can work to be working right now. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, so that was one of your first grants. Can, can you share anything else that you're doing or any potential things that might come down the pike here? Yeah, I certainly will. So we actually have so we have this community response fund, and then we have two other grants, our funds, that are going to support the same type of activity. Um, so just before her passing, Linnea Anderson, um, Jim and Linnea, um, created a fund called Linnea's Helping Hands Fund that also can provide some emergency financial assistance. Um, to individuals, and, and we'll make that available by providing them to organizations like Bridges of Hope, mm. the St. Teresa's Conference of the uh, St. Vincent de Paul, and um, and Bridges of Hope, or uh, I'm sorry, Salvation Army, and we also have the Spirit of Hope Fund that can can provide some of those same dollars. So um, between those two funds, we'll be supporting those organizations so uh, that it, individuals who might have an emergency situation come up where you know they need to pay the rent or fix right. a car or uh, something of that nature, you know, pay for a utility bill, uh, they'll be able to get that type of financial assistance from those funds. And then we're also um, are just soliciting requests now from nonprofits who are specifically addressing issues related to the COVID-19 uh, crisis can send an inquiry to me at my email at ksamp at communitygiving.org, and uh, we'll send them a brief application, and they can submit that to me. Well, that's wonderful. That's great. Yeah, there are uh, so many things that are, are trying to happen, if you will, and many people wondering, well, how are we going to get the funding to do this? So this gives them an opportunity, if they're dealing with the COVID-19 crisis and pandemic, to uh, email you and see if the, what they're doing fits. Right. Very good. And then, you know, we know some federal help is coming. Um, 
Um, I assume they'll work something out here in the next day or two. And so we think there's going to be some real support for our businesses, small businesses, et cetera, you know, that will be able to uh, uh, get some forgivable loans if they keep their employees on. And, and mm-hmm. so they basically uh, um, amount to a, a grant to businesses to stay open and provide employment. So uh, we're looking forward to that assistance to our business community, too. And we're hoping that it, they uh, may extend that to nonprofit organizations as well. So we're following that closely. Okay. Carl, we had you on not too long ago talking primarily about the census. Yes. Um, And I know that continues uh, as far as that goes. People maybe are getting that form in the mail uh, if they have extra time at home. (laughs) What a perfect time to fill that out, right? And I went on, and it uh, took me no more than 10 minutes, probably closer to five, to complete the form. It was very simple, easy. Um, You just plug in your code that they give you in that mail, and and uh, take care of it and do do our civic duty. It's something we can do uh, while we're at home, so we encourage everybody to do it. And just a quick reminder um, why it's important is that uh, um, the, the better count we have, the more chance we have of cont- continuing to have eight congressional districts in Minnesota uh, and 10 electoral college votes in the presidential elections because Minnesota's going to be right on that edge of getting that eight-seater or getting cut back to seven. So that's one important reason. And then the other is federal dollars are allocated based on census count. So for every person counted over a 10-year period, it amounts to about $28,000 coming to their community from uh, whether it's roads, police, uh, fire safety, education, health care, et cetera. So uh, really important that you complete that census and, and do your part. So. Okay. Carl, take that complete count uh, cap off for a moment and put back on your uh, Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation hat. Uh, we also had you talk a little bit uh, last time about a couple of events that were coming up. Now, yeah. I, know, I know one was this summer. I think one was this spring. What's the status on those? Yeah, um, I work, you know, Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation as part of a, a broader network of community foundations and the organization is called Community Giving. So we've decided to postpone all events, uh, postpone or cancel all events through June. So our Women's Making Waves uh, annual dinner uh, scheduled for April 14th has been postponed and will be held later in the summer or early fall. And uh, I do want to just congratulate, though, Becky Twomley of We Are for being named the Women's Making Waves Award. Awesome. Good for her. And uh, so we'll be honoring Becky and announcing the grant recipients um, later uh, in the year. So uh, that was one event that will be postponed. Uh, We had a couple of uh, other events, State of the Lakes events that we started last year, uh, one in Gull Lake area and one in the Cross Lake area. Those are both canceled for this year. They were gonna be in June. Um, So, um, and it just makes sense only to do those leading into the summer when our seasonal uh, residents are coming up. So we're gonna just wait till next year to do those again. As of now, our annual dinner scheduled for July 9th is still on. We'll be making a decision on that in April, uh, whether to postpone that as well. But I do want to publicly announce again that uh, the award in philanthropy recipients for 2020 are Ken and Virginia Merrill. Uh, Ken passed away shortly after his 100th birthday Mm. uh, last summer, and um, but Virginia is still alive and and, uh, She'll be hopefully uh, joining us on that July 9th event if things calm down here uh, okay. soon. Yeah. So, keep us up um, to date so we can get up. Yep. Yeah. Keep us up to date, Carl. 
And then I just want to, we're also going to do some new awards this year called Legacy Awards, and those are people who have left uh, really substantial and impactful legacy gifts. And I did mention Linnea Anderson, and so we're going to honor Linnea and also Millie Geertsen uh, um, as two women who have left uh, really great legacies that are going to benefit uh, nonprofits uh, for years to come. And Carl, one last thing I think we should mention as you've talked about how uh, uh, folks have given to the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation. It gives back to the community. In the case of the Community Response Fund, uh, it's immediate. It's amazing how you're able to do these things. But if someone's listening and uh, maybe they want to think now about creating a fund of some kind, they can still do that at this time, can't they? Yes, they certainly can. Um, we welcome those gifts at any time. And, uh, you know, we just help generous people change lives through their philanthropy. So uh, we're always willing to help with that. Yeah. Uh, they can. And, uh, just for anybody that wants to, to uh, contribute to the response fund, um, you can go directly to our website at www.communitygiving.org uh, backslash donate and then select the Brainerd Lakes Area Response Fund okay. and make your contribution there. And if you have any trouble, um, they can contact me again by email at ksamp at communitygiving.org. Very good. All right. It's time for all of us to step up and do what we can in this unprecedented time that we're in. And this is one way that those with the means can help out. Yes. Um, as I say, uh, we're going to get through this together alone. Right. <laughs> that is true. Very good. Carl, anything else that we should mention at this point? Um, I don't think so. I, I just want to thank you guys for what you're doing and, and have always done. So appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody's uh, response in our community. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been amazing to watch again. We, we live in a wonderful place. Certainly do. Excellent. Carl, thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure. And everybody stay healthy. Thanks, Carl. You too. Carl Samp is the executive director of the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, you can access Community Focus anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash bestmusic for details.